Welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share the inspiring story of someone who has faced their share of vulnerability and been able to find success and fulfillment. We hope all our stories will help you find the strength within yourself to live the life you want and find success of your own. John Verdon said, Nothing leaves you more vulnerable to your past than the illusion that you've dealt with it. This is episode 21 of the Vulnerable Podcast with Colin Morgan. Having entrepreneurial parents meant that he saw the world very differently growing up. It was an ideal childhood and his parents would provide him with tons of opportunities to learn and grow. In college is when his life would take a turn for the worst. It was at this point in his life when he'd face sexual and mental abuse in the sports that he was playing. For years after, it would continue to affect his health and mindset. He would use alcohol to numb things, which he knew wasn't right, but he couldn't face the pain. The support of the people closest to him and finally making the choice to go to therapy would begin his transition into changing his life for the better. One session with a therapist would provide a major mindset shift when he realized having a why me attitude instead of a why not me attitude would make all the difference. After trying to start many businesses and failing multiple times, he would go back to a corporate job, but not for long. Now he's a successful speaker and the host and co-host of multiple podcasts. The Daily Grind podcast allowed him to take his passion full time and he continues to chase big dreams and goals. Make sure you listen all the way to the end of this one as there's a special offer provided by the guest. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get vulnerable with Colin Morgan. Hey, Colin, thank you for coming on the Vulnerable Podcast. Um, you know, you were uh, introduced to me by Shauna Arnott, our mutual friend, uh, and I'm glad she did. Uh, you and I had a 30-minute call the other day, and I can't tell you how much that impacted sort of the way that I'm thinking, uh, not only about my podcast, but just in terms of my life. So I appreciate that, and I appreciate you coming on and, and being willing to share on my podcast, even though we only met like three days ago. <laughs> so uh, thanks again. You got it, man. Thanks so much for having me on here, Brian. So the first question I like to ask every guest is, what is your definition of vulnerability? Ooh, interesting. Well, I mean, there's the basic definition, right? But uh, if I were to try to put my own personal spin on it, it's not trying to mask who you are. Yeah. It's, it's allowing yourself to, it's showing yourself in a way um, which reveals to the world and to others and people close to you who, who you are and what you represent. And then there's no masking that. No, awesome. And I know I say it every episode, but it still amazes me that nobody's come up with the same definition because, and that's <laughs> the thing I, I was trying to achieve when I started this is like learning everybody's story and the differences in it and how they define it. Because obviously the whole vulnerability thing right now has been pretty trendy. And so, you know, you, 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 I was at first, I was maybe concerned that everybody's going to come up with like the Brene Brown <laughs> definition, but it's been interesting that everybody has their own. Uh, that's good. So thinking back and, and using your definition, if you could, what, what would be your earliest memory of facing some sort of vulnerability or, or challenge or struggle in your own life? Yeah, for me, uh, to provide some context, like I grew up, I, I always say like I had an ideal childhood. Parents are both entrepreneurs, provided me with so many, so many opportunities to do what I wanted to do. And within that, uh, for me, from a young age, I succeeded in sports. Athletics is where I thought my life was going to head. Growing up in Canada, obviously, I wanted to play in the NHL. And <laughs> uh, over time, I, I really fell in love with the game of golf. 
and golf was sort of the avenue which I was really succeeding in. And I wanted to take that next step. And for me, that next step was college. And it was there where sort of my life took its first hit, so to speak. I, I faced heavy abuse in, in sports, both mentally and sexually. And, you know, from that, it reshaped me into who I thought I was and my purpose and what I really wanted to do from, from a young age, I always wanted to inspire others. I thought that avenue was going to be sports. And then now it's funny how, you know, the way life works, I feel like I am inspiring others just in in my own personal way. And I think that it, it takes a while to overcome past pain and to be able to get through incidents like that but through the help and support of others and being vulnerable allowing yourself to share that story because what i found is you know when i share my story as much as it's helping others and that's ultimately what i look to do it's also a healing process for yourself and i think the more that we keep things in the more that we hold in our emotions and hold in our thoughts it's uh allow that pain and and us holding that in dictates what we do in a negative way. Whereas if we just get it out, we're able to move past it, learn from it and move forward. So for me, yeah, it was, uh, it was college and uh, it it took a really long time to get over. I struggled afterwards. I tried to play professional golf, didn't work out the best for me. Um, But it wasn't until I started speaking with people and, and dealing with my issues and emotions that I really started to be able to overcome that. Well, and that's, uh, that's huge for even me. I, I've never really thought about it in that way is that by sharing, it's helping you sort of deal with things that aren't maybe easy for you or that you haven't necessarily talked about. And even just in terms of this podcast, like I never even thought about the fact that that might be helping the people that are coming on here. Like that's just mm-hmm. pretty eye opening for me. And, and yeah, just, uh, yeah, just a great way to think about it <laughs> and, and might explain why I've recently become a little more in touch with my emotions and everything in terms of just my own life, because I've been able to sort of face a lot of things and share more things than, than I ever did in the past. So, so thanks for sharing that. So could you, is there anything that you can think of specifically um, that helped you overcome those situations? I mean, you've talked about sort of obviously sharing it um, openly and, and being more open, but was there anything specifically that helped you sort of get through that? Yeah, people closest to me for sure. Uh, I have someone that I love dearly who supports me in everything that I do. And she sort of pushed me into going and speaking with someone. And I'll tell you what, it took me one session. And when I say this, take it with a grain of salt, obviously, it took a long longer than that. But it took me one session for something to click in my head. And for the longest time, I always had this mentality of, you know, why me? Why did this happen to me? What, what did I do? How could this be? You know, I, I never did anything bad up until this point and I still haven't, but like, why me? And I remember sitting across the room and she just looked at me with just the most calm stare. And she's like, Colin, why not you? And for me, something just clicked. Cause I, at that point I started to understand that, you know what? I have the support system. I have the people closest to me that can help me through this. I am strong enough to get through this. I'm not going to allow that to dictate my actions any longer because up until that point it did. And I realized that I am actually in control and having that mentality of why not me, I've kind of used that going forward in everything that I've done, whether it was a negative event that happened or whether it's something that I look for into the future and I look at my goals and what I want to accomplish. I'm like, you know what? Why not me? Other people can do it. Other people have done it. I have every, as much ability 
as much passion, as much drive, as much knowledge as anybody else. And I have resources like all of us as well. So why not me? For, for me, it was that one moment, something switched in me and it allowed me to change my habits. That's uh, again, powerful because the, something that I've, I've been thinking about myself is potentially, uh, you know, the, the use of therapy or going to therapy. People around me have done it. Um, I've always sort of been, I don't want to say uh, not avoiding it, but also I've also had the attitude that I'm a pretty, you know, happy person that I don't know if I really have anything that is going on, but listening to other people's stories, having this podcast, what you just said there is, is really making me think about it some more because um, I just think that there's maybe things that we haven't uncovered or that we're not allowing ourselves to uncover. And sometimes it takes those steps uh, to, to do that. And it, it's pretty incredible too that, I mean, obviously like you said, it took definitely more than one session, but the fact that that one session was pretty eye-opening for you. I mean, I'm finding that, like I said, even in the phone call that you and I had the other day, it was a short phone call, but the amount of impact those conversations can have is, is a lot bigger than we, we, we tend to recognize maybe right away. So, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, like when we grow up, especially as men, and I think as men, it's something that we grow up with even more. We're taught, like I grew up in an athletic setting, like in locker rooms where it's like mask your emotions, push through the pain, fight through it. Don't show any vulnerability. Don't show any weakness. And you know what? I think the real weakness is not dealing with your emotion. It's not talking about things. It's hiding from things. In the same way, if you had a broken finger, you wouldn't try to hide your finger, right? Like you're going to go to the doctor, you're going to get that thing fixed so it feels better and you're able to move. It's the same way. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it's not there. And ignoring it is, that is, I think, the reason for a lot of problems we have, you know, going on in our world, different topic. But a lot of times we ignore things we think because it hasn't happened, it won't happen. It can happen. And therefore we're not proactively looking to prevent issues from, from happening to us in, in society and just as people in our business, regardless of what we're doing. And I think that comes from a deep seated issue of what we're taught growing up. No, I, I, again, I couldn't agree more. I mean, like growing up, I didn't really cry much. I, I you know, yeah. one, one, one memory that, that just really comes to mind right now was, <clears throat> sorry, I think it was like maybe 13 years old, somewhere around there. My grandfather passed away on my dad's side. And I remember like going to the funeral home and my brother asking my grandparents from my mom's side, you know, why isn't Brian crying? Like, why doesn't he cry? And even my dad, he said the same sort of thing. Like, why doesn't, cause he's trying to understand, like, he's very emotional about the situation, but like, we're not. And that has stuck with me for like my entire life. And only as of recently have I come, become a little more comfortable with my emotions and showing them and so on. And again, you're just sort of opening my eyes to the fact that, yeah, there probably is some things that I'm hiding that I don't even recognize. And this is something that I think a lot of people listening can even use to maybe think about their own lives. Because again, it's, it's something that I think we just try and avoid and keep moving forward and keep pushing on and hope that eventually it'll all get better. And it may never, if we don't, if we don't actually face it. So yeah. Going through that, what new strength would you say that you, you found in yourself that you discovered in yourself going through that, that situ those situations and then, you know, being able to overcome it through therapy and through talking to the people that were closest to you? What new strength did it present in you as a person? 
I mean, it completely transformed me. What I want to touch on too is like when I talk about it, when people talk about emotion, people immediately think of crying, but it's like anything, right? It's like, <laughs> it's anger. It's I'm pissed off. It's I'm frustrated. It's just not being like shy to those emotions. It's being able to be like, you know what? I don't really like what you told me. It's not being confrontational, but if you don't tell someone closest to you what they're doing is bothering you or that, you know what? You keep, you know, you keep doing this. It's pissing me off. Like it just won't stop. And that's where like things build up. Um, but for me, it just, it allowed me to look at myself and ultimately look at others. Like I feel like for the longest time, I never was able to look outside of myself. I thought I was the only one going through it. When you have problems, a lot of people can relate to this. You think you just, you don't think of anyone else. You're in the worst situation. You need help. You need money. You need this. You need that. It's, it's all me, 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 me. And when you get outside of that and you focus on, okay, there are other people who are in worse situations. How can I help him? How can I help her? How can I help them? What do I need to do to bring value to each conversation, to each room that I walk into? Um, it, it gave me perspective on life that I so desperately needed. <laughs> uh, it's, perspective is something that consistently comes <laughs> up in, in, in episodes and just in conversations that I'm having with, with friends at this point in my life too. So um, I can definitely understand that. And again, it's uh, the other thing you talked about too is relatability. I mean, I, I, when I lost my job a few years ago, I thought, you know, I'm the only one and this sucks and yeah. like I suck and whatever. And then I put out a couple posts online and it's like, uh, 10 other people commented, I just lost my job too. And you're like, Oh, okay, wait, I'm not on my own. So again, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't agree with what, what, uh, what you had to say there more. Um, so, you know, like I can only imagine, I mean, you, you've sort of touched on a couple of things, but, uh, in terms of like things that happened to you in your past and, and how they affected to you, how they affected you. But if you get a little, just, if you don't mind, get a little deeper into like the toll that that took on you for the amount of time that you sort of let it just sit with you and you, you hit it and everything like that. Like, was there anything that you noticed majorly or, 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 you know, did it just get to a certain point where you just said enough is enough and that's when you decided to sort of, you know, take the steps that you took? Yeah, I, I think it was a, a constant buildup. There, there wasn't like a moment where, you know, I, I walked into a room and something happened or I got in a fight. It, it was just like from not dealing with things, just like things just started to progressively get worse. And it wasn't like I, I was an alcoholic, but I used beer and I used alcohol as a crutch. Like I felt better hungover than I did sober because I wouldn't have to deal with these thoughts, right? Like I loved going out late at night, so I wouldn't have to be in and I, I wasn't hanging around the right people. My mentality was wrong. I thought I knew everything and I realized quickly I knew nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was young. So I'm sure people can relate to that too. If they have kids or they're young, they think you know everything. You don't. And I still don't. Um, but having that mentality and just like constantly to myself trying to prove for me that I was a man and that I was strong and that I wasn't like, I was trying to be everything that someone wouldn't be if they had had those things happen to them. And I just constantly over time, over time, built up, built up, built up to a point where it was just, you know, enough was enough for me. And I'm like, I'm either going to go down this path. And I did have a, a close friend and a, and a teammate who I believe went through something very similar to me and actually ended up taking his own life three years ago. And that was a big moment for me too. 
because he was someone that I was close to. He caddied for me when I was in the professional game. I looked up to him. He was a military man and instilled in me a lot of what I still take day in and day out in terms of discipline and prioritizing and planning and executing. And having looked at someone like that, again, it gives you perspective to realize like, oh shit, like I'm not the only one. And, you know, you need to be out there to help people. And if I didn't take steps, I could end up like him. And for me, that wasn't an option. No, and thank you for sharing that. I mean, again, it's it's unfortunate that, like, like, like I said a few minutes ago, that a lot of us don't get to this point where we want to deal with the things, and and some of us obviously take that drastic step because, um, you know, it's it's yeah, like I said, it's just unfortunate because you there, there is ways out, and like that's what we're talking about right now, and that's what my whole podcast is about is trying to help people understand that these struggles and things that you go through, they can be lessons and they can teach you things if you choose to let them. Um, you know, and if you choose to sort of take that route and, and my only hope with this podcast is that if people are listening and, and they went through something similar or, you know, maybe not the same, but just they, they went through a situation that was hard in their life. They can take something that you've said to sort of help them move forward or, or give them some direction in, in what they need to do next or, or take those next steps. And, um, you know, sorry for that loss. And, 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 but I'm glad that you took a lesson from it and you learned something from it and it gave you perspective on your own life. Because again, like you just said, it, you could have gone the same direction, but you didn't. And thankfully you, you didn't. So, uh, um, one thing we talked about the other day when we were on the call and, and just cause uh, you know, this is a very deep conversation, but I just wanted to touch on a bit is, you know, we talked about how, you know, you went from having that sort of you know comfortable career you were doing well in your career to deciding to sort of jump away from that and and get into this uh the podcasting and and you know sort of make that and a few other things sort of your full-time gig you know how how would you say that you were able to sort of make that decision did anything from this the 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 past sort of give you the strength to do that or did you just decide you know what like was it just perspective in your life going this is not what I want for my life and this is, so I need to go after it. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but um, yeah. Yeah. I always knew uh, even young that I didn't want to, to do what everyone else did. Like I, I saw how my parents lived. Um, my father taught me so much being as, and he still is a great entrepreneur and uh, just seeing how other people, like you don't have to drive in. Like I just didn't want to do what everyone else did. So I knew that I was going to be different and, like I said, it took a while because I tried to, th- I, I thought I knew what I was doing, right? Like I started an e-commerce site just so people know, like failed, tried to teach golf online, an online course, failed, opened a, a used car dealership, was like a day away from signing the papers, didn't go through. Um, I managed hotels, golf courses, didn't work. Like I tried so many different things <laughs> that did not work, but I was always open to trying them. And I think that was like a big thing for me. And I still do that. I'm not afraid to try and fail. Like if I, if I create an, a product or an ebook, it doesn't work. I don't have the, you know, the, the ego to be like, well, I got to make it work. I'm like, well, obviously people don't like that. So let's move on to the next thing. I just don't take it with me. I try not to take it, things with me. So for me, it was just, you know, I, I was working with my father. We were in business together. I saw an opportunity I'm like, wow, podcasting is such a unique way for me to learn, to interview people just like you've experienced, Brian, like what a perspective you get. And then I realized, you know, through on like, 
again, I saw other people. I'm like, how do they turn this thing into a full-time living? And I just started to take it really seriously. And for so long for me, I was always looking for the next listen or the next dollar or the next person, the next customer. And I just took a whole new approach. Someone gave me great advice and they said, don't focus on the next, focus on who already has given you their ears, who already has given you their time, their money, their experience. And I just started to focus on them. I'm like, how can I provide them with an amazing experience that no other person uh, can do? And once I did that, I realized like, okay, that's the real secret. Because when you focus on helping people and not just, you know, what people say, like, how can I help you? But like, I'm going to go above and beyond that. I don't care how I can help you. I'm just going to give you things, enough things that are going to help. And then from that, you tell a friend, you tell a friend, and things have just grown. But I, I, I did take it seriously from the start. For me, I knew it could be a business, so I treated it that way, and I still do. No, and that's, again, huge. I mean, for me to hear that that part of, you know, just trying this and failing, trying this and failing, I mean, one thing I think a lot of us are definitely afraid of is taking risks. Um, I've never been really adverse to risk, um, but but in the last couple of years, I think I, I've failed more than previously. And the one thing I'm starting to learn now is that uh, there's a saying out there, I don't know who said it, but there's no such thing as failing, just learning. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm trying to do from everything is just learn as much as I can from whatever did happen. And, and from what it sounds like, you pretty much did the same. You just sort of took them all as lessons and culminated all that into where you're at now and um you know and and the other thing that i think is really coming to mind right now is one thing i've heard consistently whether it's through books that i've read or other podcasts that i listen listen to is that service is sort of the key to happiness and and it's the key to life is service of others it's we all sort of you know you talked about the ego you talked about you know like you know just focusing on yourself and and what you think you need and and sort of having that selfish attitude and that more of things started to work out once you were in service of others. And, and I think that's a key point for us all to listen to because again, I, I believe the same thing. I've seen it in the last little while with starting this podcast, even a couple of years ago when I was more active on social, it wasn't so much, you know, when I got a bunch of views, I was happy. It was more when I was like connecting two people and that was helping them move forward. And so again, I think that's a key point for people to take away is that, you know, it's, it's in being of service to others where we're going to end up finding the most fulfillment and success in our life. So, um, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you touched on it for me, it starts and I don't know if people like to hear this, but I think it's true. Like, I think that before you're in service of other, I think you've got to be really selfish because if you're not, if you haven't dealt with your own issues, there's no way you can help someone with theirs. Like if you're struggling yourself, there's no way you're going to be able to provide someone with a great experience. You may, but it's just not to that level. You need to be selfish and figure out what serves you. What are you passionate about? And then once you connect those two, then like when you actually go and serve somebody, I feel like it's at that next level and find those three buckets for yourself. You know, like what serves you, what excites you? Like, what are you super passionate about? And then what do you do that can serve others that, that will fill your bucket up, so to speak. So I feel like focusing on being selfish first, um, really is helpful. And that starts with like daily small habits, I believe. Hmm. 
Again, another key piece of advice. Seems like you're just full of it today. And <laughs> yeah, I appreciate, yeah. No, I just, I appreciate it because again, I'm, I'm learning just as much as anybody else is from these episodes. I mean, I literally publish these and I listen to them the next day or the same day because I, I, I can learn just as much as anybody else. I'm not trying to be on here and say that I know better or that I know something that other people don't. Um, so I just really appreciate the way that you're putting sort of these stories and these things that happened to you into learning lessons and, and into perspective for all of us. So I definitely appreciate that. So everything that, that you've sort of been through, the failures, the, the things that happened to you when you were younger, all that, how would you say all of it, if you put it all together, has helped you get to where you are right now with your podcast, with speaking, with everything that you do? Um, how has all of it helped you get there? Huh. Um, I think I've built up a tolerance for pain and for failure. And when I say that, like, I feel like, uh, you know, for the longest time, I was so afraid of trying something and what would people think and what are they going to think about me? How do I look? How's my perfect website? Make sure my email and photos are perfect. And now I'm just like, what I realize is, you know, through putting out, I think almost over 500 pieces of content on, on my show and outside of that what I think is great isn't what other people may think is great. And, and that's, what's the beauty about, about life is if you can kind of get past the, the, like this may be embarrassing. Someone else may think that that's amazing. You know, like for me, I may post a photo and be like, wow, I look like an idiot, you know, like, but someone may be like, Oh man, I really resonated with that. Or, or some people may be like calling you looking an idiot. And I'm like, okay, well that wasn't as bad as I thought it was, <laughs> but being able to tolerate like, people telling you no being able to tolerate people telling you not right now or you're not good enough or this isn't going to work or i'm not going to do business with you or no like being able to take a no and just be like all right let's move forward i'm going to get a yes because everything is just numbers i'm going to keep going after it keep going after it eventually someone's going to tell me yes someone said i forget who it was someone said you're two thousand cold calls away from Oh, gee, I forget what he said, but it was like <laughs> 2000 cold calls away from like changing your life. And I'm a huge believer in that. And for some people they're like, Oh shit, I got to make 2000 calls for some people. They're like, they do the math and they're like, wow, in 20 days, I, I'm, I'll, I'll be good. I'm going to make a hundred calls a day. It, it, it's all about, and that starts with not being embarrassed with what you're doing. And that's dealing with pain, dealing with failure. I think that's for me, the biggest thing is even though I still do deal with those, it's not as big of an issue as it was, say, two, five, ten years ago. No, the two things I, I sort of pull from that, uh, one is resilience. It sounds like mm -hmm. resilience is, is a key, you know, like you said, being able to take those no's, being able to, you know, whatever negativity might come your way and, and being able to continue to push forward. So resilience is, is definitely one that comes. And then the other thing that I, I sort of took from that is is moving out of your comfort zone which is something that's been huge for me in the last few years. Like I tried things that I'd never done before, like public speaking. And, and I found that when I got outside that comfort zone is when I saw the most growth. And so I don't know if you, you agree, but those are the two sort of things that I, that I pull from what you just said there. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So would you say that at this point in your life with everything that you've got going on, would you say that you found success and fulfillment in your life? Or would you say that you're still on your path towards that? 
No, not even close. <laughs> <laughs> and is that for both or just for like, cause I, I, have high, I feel like I have high standards, man. Like I, I, I don't ever want to be satisfied. Although I am content in where I am, if things didn't get any better and I just stayed exactly where I am, I'd be cool with that. Like I, I have a wicked life and I am super, super thankful. I get to wake up whenever I want to wake up even though I wake up early and <laughs> I have an amazing person, amazing dog, amazing family. Like I get to do this. Like it's wild to me to think. So I'm very content, but what I'm looking for is I'm far, far away from being able to achieve what I want to achieve. And I think that you know, one of the goals that I've, I've set for myself are, are so high that I don't think I'll ever be able to achieve that. And I think having that allows me to continuously focus on, on trying to get better. No, that's a good way to put it. And this is another one of those questions, sort of like the first one where I I haven't had anybody say the same thing. And and it's interesting to me because, you know, I've had like the general sort of like, like where you're saying success isn't something where it's like a, there's a final point or whatever. And and that you just sort of got to kind of keep going after it. Um, but then, I, you know, I've also had a lot of people say where fulfillment, on the other hand, is something that they definitely do feel. And that's sort of what it sounded like to me with you saying that, you know, you're content with where your life's at and, and you know, the things that you have and everything like that. So, um, so yeah, but again, it, it just I find it interesting that, you know, each person comes and, and answers these questions differently, even though there might be some similarities, there's still everybody has their own way of looking at these two things, which you know, at the end of the day, if you were to open the dictionary, there's a definition for success and there's a definition for fulfillment, but yet we as humans define them completely on our own. So uh, again, just something, you know, I'm sorry going off on a tangent, but no, that's, just something that's that I find thing. interesting. That's the thing about a show like this is like your people who listen in is like, really listen. Like I always tell people, take a pen, take a piece of paper, take one thing. Cause that's all it takes. Like my answer may be like, I didn't, I didn't like, doesn't resonate with me. But you may have Sally on tomorrow or next week, and they may be like, "Wow, like that was it." So, like Sal- Sally gets me; she was speaking to me, or Colin speaking to me, and that's all it takes. Like in my toughest times, that is what got me out of it. It's like hearing from others and and starting to believe that yes, I can. I don't have to be here. I can actually accelerate. I don't have to follow these steps. You know, I don't have to make. before I make $10,000 F that, like, let's jump up to there (laughs) quick. Right. Like, like stop listening to people, um, that haven't done it and focus on people that have, cause like, they're going to tell you exactly what to do. No, and, and I couldn't agree with everything you said there more. I mean, again, you know, like the, the thing about taking notes, um, you know, when I started this podcast, I, you know, wanted to sort of give that impression, especially with the question I'm going to ask, ask next, but I didn't actually know if people do that. And then funny enough, I think it was my mom and my aunt who were some of the first listeners on my podcast. And they were saying, oh yeah, I listened to your podcast the other day and I was taking all these notes and I was like, oh, people do that. <laughs> and I was like, this is pretty awesome, right? Um, And then in terms of like you're saying, like just listening to other things. And I mean, that's sort of where I've been over the last few months, uh, you know, before starting my podcast and still while doing my podcast, I'm listening to other podcasts constantly and hearing other people's perspective on things definitely, you know, gives me those ideas and those moments. I mean, a lot of times when I'm listening to them, I'm at work and I work at a factory right now doing just sort of manual labor to, to make ends meet. 
but while I'm doing those jobs and I'm listening to this thing, it's like I'm having these aha moments while most people are just sort of doing the mundane thing over and over again and not really, you know, like thinking about life outside of that. I'm like getting all these moments going on in my head and it's been really impactful. And then, like I said, the conversations that I'm having, the conversation I had with you the other day, it's just sort of opening my mind up more and more. And, and I think that's something we all need to sort of look at doing because we have all these sort of societal norms that are pushed on us, um, you know, through school and stuff like that. And uh, the one thing I think we're finally getting to is a point where a lot more of us are starting to sort of realize there is different ways. There is other ways. There is better ways in this, uh, you know, whatever, however you want to define it. And um, yeah. So again, just. Uh, here's agree. one thing I think for this will help people listening, like everything that I'm saying. Okay. Like for me, like this is stuff that people have told me, like, like, like you, you realize every book you read, nothing is a hundred percent original, but yeah. what's really helped me is like you, when you're going through and you're listening and you're looking for that change, take time to reflect at the end of the day. So you've learned a whole bunch of different things. If you're listening to this show, you're like, okay, I, I took this from Colin. I took this from Brian focus in and say like, okay, what are some of the things that they said that I can actually implement? What are some of the things that I'm struggling with that I need to replace? What are like, what are the habits? What are the belief systems? Do I need to deal with my issues? And I think so many of us, we, we focus on the consumption of the content. And we're like, if I just listen to a million different things, it's going to click for me. And it might. <laughs> but what really has helped me is like, I listen to the content. I may even write it down. I got a piece of paper here right in front of me. Like, I'll show it. I got a piece of paper here right in front of me. Like, if I think of something, I'll write it down and then I'll take time. I won't act on it right away, but I'll go back and I'll reflect. And this is something someone taught me. And I look at it in a few hours and I go, okay, is this something that I can implement? How can I better what I'm doing right now? And I think through that reflection is where a lot of people miss. And through that reflection is where you find like, for me, I find all the gold in the reflection. No, I, I, I honestly, it's something you're making me think about is, is uh, just towards the end of last year, I was doing the 5am club. I don't know if you know, Robin Sharma and, and the book that he came out with last year, yeah. but, but I, I read the book and I started doing the 5am club. And one of the things that was, was helping me a ton, um, aside from, you know, the meditation and the exercise was journaling. And I think I need to get mm -hmm. back to it like ASAP because you're just making me think about, you know, when I was doing that consistently for like two and a half months if I were to go back and open that journal right now, I know that there's a ton of things that I was recognizing that I was opening myself up to and that I was just in a very reflective space. And, and I think I need to get back to that because, uh, yeah, it, it helped a ton and, and you've just given me a great reminder for that. So, so thanks for that. So speaking of exactly what you were just talking about, this next question is sort of what I, what I hope to do with it. Like I said, is, is give people something to, to walk away with that they can use. So, um, I like to ask my guests to give three key takeaways from their journey that somebody could listen to this episode, write those three key takeaways down and implement them into their own life to help them overcome their own struggles or whatever they might be going through. So if you could give people three key takeaways from your journey, what would they be? Can I do this slightly different? Sure. Yeah, it's a podcast, rules. man. Yeah, I'm no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so I'll talk, this is for people and, and this is a method that I've created, but this is for people. If you want to make a lasting change in your life. So the way I look at that is if you look at where you are and you're not satisfied, you have somewhere else you want to be. And there's a gap there. You don't know how to get there. So for me, the first step is like, there, there's five fingers to a fist. Okay. 
So if you hold up all your fingers, the very first finger, the pointer finger, the most important thing is you need to have a deep burning desire for change to occur. Like you're not happy with where you are. You're not satisfied. You're like, I really want to be better. I want more. That's the first. Cause without that, I don't think anything else works. Number two is once you have that deep burning desire to change, this is my favorite finger to hold out. This is the middle <laughs> finger. This is when like you get pissed off because you start to realize all of the habits and behaviors and thought patterns that have led you to this point. So this is where you realize that ah, I'm not working out. I don't eat healthy. My work habits aren't great. I'm not focused on my financial success. You know, my family, my love life, everything aren't in the priority that I want them in. And you start to, to really focus in on those daily thoughts, those daily behaviors and habits. And once you focus in on that, then it provides you with the opportunity, which here's the ring finger is next. This is like the honeymoon stage. This is where you see like your, your greatest results for a month. If you start to go to the gym or when you're married, you're, you get married, you go on your honeymoon for that week and it's just euphoria and there's so much love and you want it to last. And this is when you start to replace those losing behaviors and habits and ways of thinking with winning ones. You start to change those little things in your day to day, which will allow you to start seeing results. But we don't want short-term success, right, Brian? We want long-term success, man. So this is where that fourth finger comes in. This is the easiest one to break of them all. This is the easiest finger to break. People are most susceptible to failing here, and this is consistency. This is the fourth finger. You need to stay consistent now with those winning behaviors and habits. You need to start bettering them every day. And that leads to that last finger, which is the thumb. So if you're holding up a fist, that thumb like glues it all together. And here's the most important aspect is you need a vision and a vision is where you want to go. And the way I equate this to is if you're shooting a basketball or if you play sports, for me, I always equate it to sports. If you're shooting a basketball, try closing your eyes and putting it in a hoop. Like you don't know where it's going. You may get lucky every once in a while, <laughs> but when you shoot it, you may miss, right? Like you need to be focused on where do I want to go? And then those actions will lead you there. Just your natural way of doing things will lead you to that target. So if you focus on those five pillars, those five different ways of doing things, which is first, you're sick and tired of it. You realize the bad behaviors and habits. You replace them with good ones. You stay consistent with it. You have that vision. I think if you follow those five things, I think every successful person that you speak to or you'll see, they have those things in place. So focus on those. And if you follow that and you do those things, I promise you, you'll get to where you want to be faster. No, I, I don't mind you breaking the rules at all because I'm, right. I'm literally <laughs> going to go back like, and listen to this again and write that down because I won't remember it five minutes from now, unfortunately, just because obviously everything that's going on and I just finished another podcast interview, but I'll, I'm definitely going to write that down and I'm definitely going to try using it because the, the last one is something that I've heard over and over again and that I, I think is where I'm struggling in my own life is just not having that clear vision, not having that clarity um, you know, I just said on, on an episode about a, a week or so ago, um, or actually the one that I just released uh, Tuesday yesterday, um, that I think I need to just sit down for like a weekend, like a full Saturday and Sunday and just get a lot of clarity on like what I want to do and where I want to go. Because I have ideas, but I don't think that they're very clear right now. So that was uh, rather than three takeaways. I, I'm glad you gave the five. So <laughs> awesome. 
So the last thing um, that I like to do with all my guests, is it's not really a question, but more of an opportunity for my guests to sort of promote themselves, talk about what they're up to, anything that they want to sort of put out to the world, uh, you know, even talk about maybe where to find them on social and everything in case other people want to reach out to them. So the floor is yours. Go ahead. Of course. So like I had mentioned, I think that there's, there's three things that like I'm really, you know, focused on and I believe in and one that's something that serves you. And for me, that's, doing this podcast, like the daily grind podcast. If you want to check that out, um, please do. So the second thing for me, which is like my passion and what I want, my vision is I, I speak to athletes and student athletes and coaches on abuse in sports. And I'm focused 100% on prevention and the prevention of abuse in sports. And then the third pillar, which, you know, I just recently have done, which sort of excites me. This is something that is more of just a passion project project for me but something that I love to do is sports and I actually started a, a sports golf podcast so if anyone loves golf if you like the game of golf if you just want to be entertained uh, me and a couple buddies started the Sunday Red podcast we do it once a week we're huge Tiger fans but we talk more about just than Tiger um, but those are three areas in which uh, you can learn more about me uh, also visit dailygrindpodcast.com to just like that's the hub for everything and that's where you'll be able to find me the easiest Awesome. Well, perfect. perfect. I, I, again, I appreciate you taking the time today. I appreciate you sharing so openly. The one thing that always sort of boggles my mind is that like, whether it's you're somebody that I've known for a couple of years, five years, for you, it's been like a week, um, yeah. is how open people are willing to be. And I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Because again, it, it's just it, it impacts me. And I can only imagine that it impacts some of our listeners. And yeah, I just I, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time and, and just yeah, putting it out there. So thanks again. Thank you, man. I appreciate it very much. Love what you're doing. And then to the people listening, if you like today's episode, man, show Brian some love. He's doing a great job. <laughs> He's bringing on some great guests. Honestly, everything helps, whether it's just a like, a mention, an email, a review. I'm telling you from experience, everything helps. Showing some love. He's doing a great job. No, thank you for that. And and to speak to that just really quickly before we hop off here, um, last night I actually, uh, I had commented on somebody's post on Instagram. It's somebody that I know from LinkedIn. She's moving to Australia. She's starting this new journey in her life. So I was just like, congrats, you know, enjoy it, whatever. And then I get a reply back and it's like, thank you. By the way, I can't tell you how much your podcast has helped me as I've been going through this rough time and this uh -huh. transition in my life. And I was like, wow, that is like, the reason that I'm doing this. So, uh, but uh, again, thank you for putting that out there and, and asking for that because I probably don't ask for it enough myself, but, uh, but thanks again, man. And what I'll do for, I do one more thing for you. Okay. <laughs> anyone, anyone who actually leaves a review on your podcast from like this date, what date is it? We're, we'll start this date, even though it might not air February 12th, <laughs> February 12th on whoever leaves a review, Brian, you pick one person and I'll give them 20 minutes of my time. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that, man. And I, this might make me push your episode forward a bit because I want to get that out there to people sooner than later. But uh, again, thanks again, man. Appreciate it, Brian. Thanks so much. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Vulnerable Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out and means more than you know. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn by searching Vulnerable Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at the B-E-L-M-E-D-A, that's the B-E-A-L-M-E-I-D-A, or by searching my name on Facebook and LinkedIn. 
If you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, please let me know as I would love to interview them for the show. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and see you next week.